wrinkles, joint pain, forgetting why you walked in the room, signs of aging are all around us. We're all getting older. A team of researchers may have discovered an unlikely solution, the sea squirt. After all, it worked in mice. Scientists have completed a groundbreaking study. They took old mice and began to feed them sea squirts, ocean organisms that seem to slow the aging process. The mice began learning more quickly, and they even regrew thick, shiny hair. This is because of something called plasmalogens. We all have these in our bodies, but we gradually lose them over time. Eating sea squirts helped replenish lost plasmologens in the mice, but more research is needed to see if this works in humans. No matter how many anti-aging secrets we find, one fact is certain. We will all die. And after this comes the judgment. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus We're in a series this week called Made in God's Image. Here in North America, especially in the United States, we talk a lot about freedom. Of course, this can go too far. And a humorous example is the change of the name French fries to freedom fries. But here's the thing. Americans didn't invent freedom. Canadians didn't. The desire for freedom has been around for as long as the human race has existed. But why do we call freedom a human right? The American Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. They're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Even the Canadian Constitution guarantees human rights because they recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law. Human rights come from God because God made us in his image. That's why we have value. And that's why we should respect each other's lives. But are we truly created equal by God? What about the unborn? In a moment, we're going to look at the earliest verse in the Bible and see what it means to be made in God's image and what this means for us today, how we treat each other, our neighbors, and even our enemies. But before we go back to Genesis, I want us to hear from a pastor who has a ministry to help his human neighbors, both women and unborn babies. Stay with me and hear about his compassionate heart for the women and children in his area and in his church. And then after the program, I'd like to send you a copy of the just-released DVD called Unplanned that tells the story of Abby Johnson a director for Planned Parenthood, and how her heart changed about abortion. Well, I was holding the probe on her abdomen uh, so that we could visualize inside Mm -hmm. of the uterus, and uh, I saw a 13-week old baby in the womb. And what I saw during the abortion procedure was shocking because I saw that baby begin to move and recoil and tried to flee from the abortion Mm -hmm. instruments. And that was something that I didn't believe would happen because I had been told by Planned Parenthood for years. And I had then in turn told women Mm -hmm. when they had asked that their baby would not feel any pain, that there was no sensory development, 
until 28 weeks because that was what Planned Parenthood had told me. And I had believed that because I needed to believe it right. to continue to justify abortion and, and my work in abortion. I was shocked. I felt betrayed. Yeah. I felt like I had been lied to by this organization that I believed in. I knew that, you know, after seeing that abortion, I was going to have to make a decision. Yeah. I knew I couldn't walk out of that room and continue to live the way I'd been living. I knew that that was going to have to be a turning point in my life. And I knew that ultimately the decision was going to have to be that I would leave. Abby Johnson was the youngest planned parenthood clinic director in the nation. She wanted to help other women. But as you just heard, when she witnessed her first abortion procedure taking place, everything changed, her mind and also her heart. After the program, I want to encourage you to reach out to us, make a gift to Haven today, and ask for a copy of the DVD of Abby's story called Unplanned. It is a challenging movie. It's not one for younger children to see. But I know it will help you see the image of God that all children have, born and unborn. And I think you'll be glad to see the hope and redemption found in Abby's life. Here's the number to call after the program, 800-654-2836, 800-654-2836. And if you'd like to see the movie trailer, you can also get a copy of the DVD and make your gift at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now let's listen to the opening theme song. From the movie Unplanned. I'm looking at a masterpiece. I'm staring at a work of art. I'm listening to a symphony in every beat of your tiny heart. You used to be a choice to make, but now I think you've chosen me. Cause I see ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes And I know this is meant to be Oh, I don't believe in accidents Miracles, they don't just happen by chance As long as my God holds the world in His hands I know that there's no such thing as unplanned
not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, here I saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. His name is Matthew West. We've had him on the program before, and he sings the movie theme song, Unplanned, here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. And we're talking about being made in God's image on this time together. In just a moment, we're going to go back to the book of Genesis and how it teaches that all humans were made in God's image. But I want us to meet up in Greencastle, Pennsylvania, on the border with Maryland, and Pastor Jeff Echo. He's the pastor of Cornerstone Bible Church. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us here on the program for the very first time. You're welcome, Charles. Jeff, would you please tell us about this unique ministry you have in your area and how it's helping men and women in a very challenging time in their lives? Yes, uh, it's called Pregnancy Ministries Incorporated here in Franklin County, and uh, we have four different centers um, that we operate. And, uh, you know, it's a ministry that, that's here to assist particularly young people who find themselves in an unwanted pregnancy and um, they have nowhere to turn. And so they come to us and uh, we give them instructions. We give them uh, options. We, we try and help them understand what what their choices are and um, we share the gospel with them. And we try to help them see that, um, you know, that they can, they can keep their baby. And so we give them options with, um, even, even adoption, if that's something that they're looking at. But we, we try to encourage them and we have, um, ultrasounds that we do and, and give them information so that they do not choose abortion. Mm. And they come. And they come, yes. And one of our centers is close to a university. Uh, and we get a lot of students, you know, come in and choir. Mm. Praise God for that. Yeah. Just that young women will come and will listen. Now, you actually encouraged members of your church to go see the movie Unplanned. How did you do that? Yes. We uh, we actually showed the trailer on Sunday morning. And uh, even though it, it had an R rating, um, I had you know seen online and watched previews and all kinds of interviews. So I knew that the R rating was was not for the same reasons that most other movies are R-rated. But, uh, but I just feel like, you know, the, the issue of abortion today is, is so often viewed as a political issue. And, um, and when it's a political issue in the minds of people, it's a choice. Um, mm-hmm. I believe my political position is right or, you know, whatever. But people view it a lot, a lot of times as a choice. And 
as followers of Christ, we have to view this differently. This isn't a choice. This is life and death. And, um, and it's a sin issue. And so I wanted our people, though we live in a very conservative area, and I would say most, if not everyone in our church is conservative politically, um, and would not agree with this issue, I wanted them to see it on the screen portrayed because I knew the story of Abby Johnson. So I wanted them to go and see this, the reality of this issue, not just, you know, what that they believe it's right or wrong, that they would see, see it dramatized and uh, it would impact them. And I, I, I think it has. Mm. You have another cap. You're not just on a board of directors. Uh, you're also pastoring a church and uh, sometimes on Right to Life Sunday, you actually preach on the topic. Um, yeah. Just tell me a story. Several years ago, um, I had preached a message, uh, and I, I wanted to, first of all, show the biblical perspective that this is an issue of life and death. This is an issue of murder. But I also wanted to do it in a in a way that offered grace to those who were who were caught in this, those who have have a history in, in this. And so I was not aware of anyone in my church at that time that had been through abortion, but, um, but I did, I preached this message and I, I tried to offer it in, in that gracious perspective. And after I'd preached the message, uh, a few days later, I came into church and she a woman was cleaning the church. And she said to me that she wanted to, um, talk to me about something. And so I said, okay. And she said, um, I never thought I would tell a pastor this, but um, I have abortion in my in my past. And uh, she told me how her and her boyfriend, um, before they got married, were uh, sexually active, and uh, she got pregnant. And her parents were very conservative believers, and she felt like they would they would be so angry that she felt like she only had one option as to abort the baby. And she never told anybody. Um, and then after I'd preached that message, she felt she could be safe in telling me. And then uh, I was able to point her toward the pregnancy ministries that I now serve on the board of, and they have an abortion recovery Bible study. And so uh, she was able to get the help that she needs. So uh, I just think it's it's neat that when we as pastors are willing to talk about this issue and do it in a gracious way, that it really can help people that we might even not even know in our congregation who are hurting. Hmm. Pastor uh, Jeff Hecko in Pennsylvania. Thank you for joining me here on Haven Today. You're welcome, Charles. This is Haven Today, the program made in his image. And earlier, I asked the question, what does it mean to be a human being? If we know the answer to that question, then we know how we should treat others. And that has a lot to say for how we think about infants. Should we value infants who are still in a mother's womb? They're made in the image of God. And as I said yesterday, that means they have inherent worth, inherent dignity. But now I want us to go back to Genesis 1. I want us to look at another feature of what it means to be made in God's image, and that's freedom. Let me read Genesis 1, 26 to 28 again to us. God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, 
he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. I think you can see from God's word in the very beginning that human beings are unique. The Lord spoke everything else into existence. But when it came to his own image, he was intentional. It's why I said all human beings have worth and dignity. If you're hearing this and you're wondering, you have inherent worth and dignity because you're made in God's image? I don't think you can forget that. Even though we're born as sinners, we're still in God's image. And that means we have value. But we need Jesus if we're going to be redeemed and restored. But look what else the Lord says about those he made in his image. Genesis one twenty six says that the Lord created mankind so that they may rule over all the animals in creation. And if you read Genesis 2, it tells you that the Lord created Adam to work and cultivate the ground. This means that to be a human is to be created with the freedom to work, with the authority to venture out into the world. It means to be free. After Israel had been rescued from the house of slavery in Egypt, the Lord was bringing them to the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The Lord told Israel that he had given the nations into their hand. He told Israel to subdue the nations. That's exactly what he told the first humans, subdue the earth. Israel was entering into a land provided by the Lord, a land that they were free to live in for God's glory. The first human beings, our parents, Adam and Eve, they were put in a garden prepared for them by the Lord, and he gave them the freedom to live there for his glory. To be human means to be able to exercise your freedom. It's why slavery is so bad, especially as we see it in the book of Exodus, or unfortunately, even in my own country's past. Slavery like that meant the denial of freedom for hundreds and thousands of people made in the Lord's image. And if I can be frank, this is one reason Christians tend to be so passionately against abortion. Terminating a pregnancy, even if we say it's an exercise of the mom's freedom to do so, involves denying freedom to another person made in God's image. Humans were created to flourish as they lived in the Lord's world, obeying the Lord's word and giving him glory for his goodness, his love. Sin broke in and ruined us in that process. We still make choices, of course, but they're tainted at every move by sin. We turn away from the Lord. We begin to detest others. We begin to insist on our own rights first and freedoms at the expense of others. We're a mess. I know I don't like to admit it. I'm a mess. What about you? We need more than help. We need a divine rescue. And that's what we have in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He came to us freely, lived a life perfectly free of sin, and perfectly to the glory of the Lord. And he freely went to the cross to redeem us. He exercised his freedom not to suppress ours, but to set us free. 
He laid down his life so we can know the Lord and be truly free. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Who am I that the highest King would welcome me? I was lost, but He brought me and all His love for me. All His love for me. Who the Son sets free, who is free. Song Worship, Who You Say I Am, on Haven Today. We're in a series now called Made in God's Image, and I hope that you've been encouraged in these last few minutes to see your value doesn't come from you. It comes from God. And if that's the case, then it's a worthy calling to stand up for those fellow humans who cannot defend themselves. And that's exactly what Abby Johnson is doing now as she seeks to show that all humans, even the unborn, have a right to life. When you see the movie about our life called Unplanned, you'll see where this passion came from. Abby Johnson wanted to help women have safe abortions. 
But then there was that one day when she was asked to help out with an abortion. She saw one for the first time, and it changed her mind. She saw that little unborn baby through the ultrasound, trying to move away from the abortion instruments. That's hard to hear. But that event showed her redemption and call to action to help the unborn. The movie, as I've told you already, is rated R. But it's rated R not because of language or nudity. It seems to be Hollywood's apparent attempt to hinder the movie's release and message. But God had other plans. And people all over the world are now watching this movie and changing their minds about abortion. It is not a movie for young kids, but it would be a great film for a youth group or a church, or a small group to watch and pray about how you can start to help women and unborn children that are in need in your area where you live. So for your support of Haven Today, I want to send you the DVD, Unplanned. Just call us right now, would you? 800-654-2836. That's 800-654-2836. 2836. On our website, we've put up the trailer to the movie, and you can choose to get the DVD there and make your gift. Haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris, and thank you for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? Where, made in God's image, we will together revel in the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. How often have you said it? There aren't enough hours in the day. With so much to accomplish, time seems always against us. But not if we humble ourselves before the Lord. Ecclesiastes 3.1, there is a time for everything. The Lord says which activities are appropriate and when. It's our job to do it all for Him. That's what wisdom looks like. Paul says in Ephesians to walk in wisdom and so redeem the time because the days are evil. Whatever's on your to-do list today, give it to Jesus. At just the right time, He came to save sinners. And when the time is right, he'll come again. In the meantime, live it all for his glory. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.